Welcome back to another episode of RIACF, Levisor University, where we are currently exploring everything you ever wanted to know about RIA law and compliance, but we're afraid to ask. My name is Jeff Smith, and I am the founder and managing attorney for Levisory and the CEO of RIA Compliance Firm. Levisory and RIA Compliance Firm primarily focus on the legal and compliance needs of both state and SEC registered investment advisors. Therefore, if you have any questions about any of this material that I am covering in these episodes or, or want RIA Compliance Firm to conduct an initial free compliance assessment for your RIA, then please don't hesitate to reach out. You can reach me at uh, jsmith at lawvisory.com or 248-376-1480. Today we are looking at SEC Rule 206-4-1, which is known as the Advertising Rule. So let's get started. Under Rule 206-4-1, the SEC states, and I'm quoting them, it shall constitute a fraudulent, deceptive, or manipulative act, practice, or course of business within the meaning of Section 206-4 of the Act, which is the Advisors Act of 1940, for any investment advisor directly or indirectly to publish, circulate, or distribute any advertisement that meets certain criteria. The rule then breaks down uh, those certain criteria in detail, so we will look at each of these individually. However, before we do this, it is important to first understand how the SEC defines an advertisement, since if something is not an advertisement, these prohibitions don't even apply. So, according to the SEC, the term advertisement includes any notice, circular, letter or other written communication addressed to more than one person, that's key, or any notice or other announcement in any publication or by radio or television which offers any of the following things. So what we're looking at is very specific categories of, of items that would be constituting an advertisement. So for instance, number one, any analysis, report, or publication concerning securities or which is to be used in making any determination as to when to buy or sell any security or which security to buy or sell. Or number two, any graph, chart, formula, or other device to be used in making any determination as to when to buy or sell any security or which security to buy or sell. Or number three, any other investment advisory service with regard to securities. Number three is the most broad. So now that we have some idea about what an advertisement includes, and it's very broad as you have seen, let's look at the categories of prohibition under the rule. The first category of prohibited advertising involves an advertisement that refers directly or indirectly to any testimonial of any kind concerning the investment advisor or concerning any advice, analysis, report, or other service rendered by such investment advisor. What the rule does not say, however, and what it, does, what it doesn't do, unfortunately, is define the term testimonial. However, the SEC has consistently interpreted this to mean a statement of a client's experience with or endorsement of an investment advisor. The second prohibition is any advertisement that refers directly or indirectly to past specific recommendations of such investment advisor which were or would have been profitable to any person. Provided, however, and it goes into a lot of con conditions here, um, that this shall not prohibit an advertisement which sets out or offers to furnish a list of all recommendations made by such investment advisor within the immediately preceding period of not less 
than one year of such advertisement and such list um, if it is furnished separately. Um, and these, these are further conditions. That it states the name of each such security recommended, the date and nature of each such recommendation, for example, whether to buy, sell, or hold the security, the market price at that time, the price at which the recommendation was to be acted upon, and the market price of each such security as of the most recent uh, practicable date. And then the second condition is it contains the following cautionary legend. Legend is basically language that you have to provide as a disclosure or disclaimer. On the first page thereof in print or type as large as the largest print or type used in the body or text thereof, and this is a quote that you have to use, it should not be assumed that recommendations made in the future will be profitable or will equal the performance of the securities in this list. So let's just pause there for a second. So these, these past recommendations that may have been profitable, uh, the reason why you don't see a lot of these is because that's considered cherry picking, but more importantly, you don't see a lot of them because the amount of additional disclosures that you have to provide to make them lawful is so onerous that most RIAs don't even want to bother with that. And, and so they just, they just, you know, they don't even use um, specific, past specific recommendations that were profitable unless they're providing all of the information. So let's talk about that a little bit more. So the reason past specific recommendations um, that were profitable in the past are prohibited unless the conditions I just mentioned are met is because it is a type of cherry picking that misleads someone into thinking that future performance on the part of the manager will be similar. We all know that's not gonna be the case. Um, so the third type of advertisement that is prohibited is one that represents directly or indirectly that any graph, chart, formula, or other device being offered can in and of itself be used to determine which securities to buy or sell or when to buy or sell them, or which represents directly or indirectly that any graph, chart, formula, or other device being offered will assist any person in making his own decisions as to which securities to buy, sell, or when to buy or sell them without prominently also disclosing in such advertisement the limitations thereof and the difficulties with respect to its use. Okay, so let's pause there for a second. Um, obviously, there has to be a lot of disclosure language there and, and being used. Um, as far as the limitations that are, are part of these types of advertisements. Once again, you don't see a lot of this, um, and if you do, you see a lot of disclosure language uh, backing that up. So the fourth type of prohibited advertisement is one which contains any statement to the effect that any report, analysis, or other service will be furnished free or without charge unless such report, analysis, or other service actually is or will be furnished entirely free without any condition or obligation, directly or indirectly. The key to complying with this prohibition is that when an RIA wants to provide something for free, it just needs to be 100% free with no strings attached, or the advertisement needs to remove any mention of the item being free or without charge. So the fifth, the fifth category of advertisement that's prohibited is one which contains any untrue statement of a material fact which is otherwise false or misleading. Now, this final subsection of the advertising rule is what is known as the catch-all. This means that the SEC uses this last prohibition a lot when they cannot easily fit a perceived violation into one of the other clearly prohibited 
four types of advertisements I just previously mentioned. However, to get a little more clarity on what other types of uh, prohibitions might come into play under this catch-all, it is useful to check or have your securities lawyer check prior SEC no-action letters and enforcement cases, because this clarity is in those. Uh, for example, one very important SEC no-action letter is referred to as the Clover Capital Management Letter from October 28, 1986. Uh, you'll definitely want to take a look at that uh, no-action letter. Um, however, there are others as well. Uh, one very important thing to note is that at the time of this video, the SEC has proposed a new advertising rule that seeks to address the current needs of a more modern RIA environment and the use of new technologies like social media. The proposed rule was announced by the SEC in November of 2019. As you know, a lot has happened since then, so the status of the rule is a bit uncertain. However, an updated rule is probably needed since the, the current advertising rule was created all the way back in 1961. Although this proposed rule is not yet final, you will want to keep a close eye on its status. The changes in the, uh, in the proposed new advertising rule are profound, and many believe this new rule, if finalized, will significantly change the landscape of RIA's advertising practices. Well, that brings us to the end of our discussion around Rule 20641, the advertising rule. If you have any questions about any of this material or want RIA compliance firm to conduct an initial free compliance assessment for your RIA, then please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, you can reach me at jsmith@lawvisory.com or 248-376-1480. Be sure to view our next episode since you won't want to miss our detailed discussions on uh, other rules adopted by the SEC under Section 206 specifically since these make up a large amount of an RIA's compliance program and its uh, policies and procedures. Uh, goodbye for now and thanks so much for watching.